Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pa I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to another Melchester Odyssey I have in my left hand. 10th of December 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. And across the top. Uh, it's tantalisingly telling us what's going to be inside Everton Star. Insane, please. Yes, Sam, we're going to do the guessing game again. Oh, try fucking hell, my record on this is decent. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. You can do it within three, usually. Um, 10th of December, 1983. So visualise that, if you can. Everton Star. Inside. Well, this is interesting because it's just before <clears throat> Everton went Imperial. Yeah, it's just it pre-Imperial Everton stage. But I'm, a, I'm assuming, I don't know when what year Kendall took over. I'm assuming that the sort of... Kendall was about 81, 82. The foundations of their Imperial phase were already in place in 83. It was about to kick in. Yeah, 83. So yeah. some of the lads who are so familiar to us, anyone, any <laughs> 80s kids, would have been there. Yeah. We've got some younger listeners now going off oh, for fuck's sake. Let's again. Okay, so first of all, I'll say Neville Southall. Why would a child's comic have a picture of Neville Southall in the middle of it? Good point. Good God. Good point. Okay, <clears throat> in that case, if we're looking... Andy Gray? I mean, I'll say that this... Uh, no, incorrect. You get one more guess. One more. All right, what's your clue you were going to say then? Is he handsome? I was going to say he's not... He's not massively photogenic, but he's also not like Jabba the Hutt either. <laughs> okay. So that 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 maybe that maybe rules out a certain position in the in the team, like centre back. He's <laughs> not a centre back. I mean, the lookers in those teams by a mile the best looking Everton player of the eighties, and some would argue one of the best looking players anywhere of the eighties was Pat one Van. Of the best Den- looking Pat Van Den Hout. One of the best-looking men ever. Yeah. Pat Van Den Howe. Pat Van Den Howe, one of the most attractive footballers of yeah. the decade, isn't is he? That a, is that a guess? Is that your official no, third guess? No, because I don't think he was there then. I don't think he was either. The other big looker, I would say, <laughs> I thought he was dashing, was Trevor Stephen. But I don't think he was yet. I think he was a bit young. So now, I've just... said he's not overly good-looking, so you want to be rejecting yeah, this. so I'll one. say Graham Sharp. Oh, it's, no, it's Kevin Sheedy. <laughs> 
Kevin Sheedy. What a cultured left boot. Yeah, I mean, he's a man of sort of average attractiveness, yeah. Yeah. If you you were a girl and you were dating him, you wouldn't be like, you should see this fucking guy I'm dating. He is unbelievably hot. But at the same time, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed. He's ugly, but he's got a nice personality. He's he's solid. He's a solid solid. seven. He's got a good car. And And yeah, exactly. He's above average with a finger. And he's nice. Yeah, he's a good finger. And he's just not, he's not a dick. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think Kevin Sheedy was. He seemed like a nice man. And what a cultured player as well. What a, a left boot that, a left boot that could open a tin of beans. That's what they used to say. Yeah. Was Googling, was Kevin Sheedy a dick? <laughs> I reckon no. Well, it doesn't seem to be any. In Everton's indication. imperial phase, who was their club cunt? Was it Peter Reid? Um, I think it was. I mean, Pat Van Den Howe, bit of a cunt. Hopefully. A handsome cunt, admittedly. But yeah. a cunt. And t- you know, Peter Reid threw me out of his fucking hotel once. Did he? Only because I was. He. I mean, I was flirting, or there was some flirtation going on between me and a girl that I think he liked. Oh, right, okay. And he lost his, and he's like, right, you out, everyone out. Oh, Reedy, fucking hell. Yeah. That's not good. And, um. Except the bird. Yeah, you can can stay stay. if you want. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I'll go. Yeah, good, I didn't want you to stay. It was a trick question. Go on, fuck off with Sam. Go on. There's a Kevin Sheedy on Twitter, but it's he's the um, Essendon FC, uh, which is a uh, 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 Australian team, commercial development and innovation. Also, the director of Sheedy Vision International, and it doesn't look as if that's Kevin Sheedy. He used to be a footballer. That's an Australian rules um, football team. Pat Van Den Howe was a bit of a cunt, mate, but um, I wouldn't yeah. say he was the club cunt. Because the club cunt is the ma- is the man who actually leads the whole team's cuntishness. So yeah. he's but whereas like Pat Van Den Howe was like a, a rogue lone wolf cunt, a lone yeah. cunt. Because what he was was he was absolutely unbelievably filthy, mm. unbelievably dirty player. Yeah, yeah. The 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 club cunt is the almost the like the orchestra's conductor. Yeah. Of uh, is the, the the conductor, if you like. The cunt doctor. Of the club. The best club cunt ever, in my opinion. West, if you think West Ham have had their fair share of club cunts, right? Obviously. I mean, Paolo Di Canio, wonderful club cunt, right? Yeah. Uh, of course, Julian Dix, people will remember people like him. But the best one I've ever seen is Kevin Nolan. Because right. he was an yeah. artist in country. He yeah. still is now. Yeah. We employ him. Like, David Moyes has quite a large staff. And they're all quite, you know, quite a lot of senior experienced figures who surround him on the bench. And they all have their role. And it's really clear that Kevin Nolan is there to just continue his role as club cunt. (laughs) Because what he does is he just roams the touchline, cunting off the opposition players, winding up the opposition bench, shouting his fucking head off at the fourth official, just basically cunting about. And he cunted so massively when he was our player. To the extent that even when he lost it, he got old and his weight ballooned and he stopped scoring goals which is what he'd been it didn't matter he still played a really important role in the team by just mm. being the captain 
and being such a massive cunt that the uh, he would force the opposition team to just implode <laughs> through the force of his own cuntishness. I mean, one of the best things on his CV, <clears throat> Kevin Norland, was when he was at Newcastle and he shared his house with the young Andy Carroll. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just peak fucking cunt behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Bring it, bring it through the next the next generation of cunts. Yeah, and then and then he was <clears throat> a massive part of us then signing Andy Carroll from Liverpool. He was like, get right. that, get that Andy Carroll down there. Toss me. <laughs> He's a good lad. And then when he came down, he moved in with him again. He looked after him. Yeah. And it wasn't just Kevin Nolan. It wasn't like, um, it wasn't just like a bachelor men behaving badly thing. It was Kevin Nolan and Kevin Nolan's wife. And uh, and, uh, legend has it that Kevin Nolan's wife sort of mothered Andy Carroll. That's nice. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. My wife's going to mother you. (laughs) I've discussed it with her. No, she's not going to breastfeed you. What are you talking no, about? She, no, but she'll wrap you in a blanket and all that. Like you like. She'll give you a water bottle. She'll stroke your hair when you're going off to sleep and read you a nice story. <laughs> uh, have you seen the Mark Noble news this morning? Yeah, I just got the email just before I came on the line Sporting to you. director of West Ham. I was really, really excited and happy. And a lot of, Have you seen the photograph of him? There'll be a lot of Cockney him? men weeping right now Have with you joy. Have seen the photograph of him? Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah. Why? There what, he what, is. He looks in like a first, year seven on his first year at school. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a nice tidy haircut for mummy his and mum, everything. Yeah. The thing about that haircut that he's got... I obviously I love Mark Noble, right? Um, but he um, and I, and I'm not making any fucking. I mean, he's a lovely guy, Mark Noble. He's a top bloke. But um, that hairstyle I used to always associate with uh, the far right, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm not associating Mark Noble with that at all. He's a top geezer. And he's absolutely squeaky clean when it comes to his own yeah. personal ethics and values and politics. But nope. yeah, what I'll say it's about a very that neat is, hairstyle, mate. And it's, I'm it's suspicious been, of very neat hairstyles on men. He's he's cultivated for the last couple of years because his hair's clearly thinning on top. Yeah, yeah. And the hair itself seems to be thinning. So yeah. a lot of players would have gone for the shaved option. Mm. They would have gone for the skinhead option a long time ago. Yeah. And he's persistent Not with Mark. it. He's got a hairstyle that looks like he's 43 years of age. Do you think partings are fundamentally, at Tory? best, Tory, <laughs> at worst, quite far right? I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to judge You, you don't want to comment on partings? I just no, I some, Sometimes they, make, they raise alarm bells in me, but... Probably my own I mean, unfair my dad, prejudice. My dad's, got a, my dad's always had a party. My dad's got a nice party. My dad's so got a nice head of hair still. Is that right, yeah. old age? Yeah. Fucking hell. You know what my dad's barnet's like, right? Fucking William Shakespeare's. Because he was fucking balding Oof. from like... Same as me. <clears> like, he was balding in his early 30s, right? Right. But he... I, I don't know what his problem was. I suspect that he really, like sort of regarded the shaved head with disdain because especially in that yeah. era a shaved head had certain connotations which I like to think it no Far longer right. does yeah <laughs> and so my dad just allowed it to grow and in the 80s 
he had it like it was almost long, Andy. Right, not right. long, not touching his shoulders, but it like his hairline started at where uh, his like his crown was. So basically, so, what he had was the biggest fucking spam you've yeah. ever seen. Right, right. His hairline started right at the back of his head, but he wore mm. it quite long at the back. So he had a big awesome at the back, was it? Oh yeah, it's still like okay. that now. He won't fucking cut it, but it's, he's just got like... He, do you remember the T-Fowl men? Oh, yeah. He looked like a T-Fowl man. Fucking hell. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's his personal choice. I leave I mean, him to it. I wouldn't... I, I leave him to it, but, you know... I, I have mine shaved, but I'm not actually bald. I know you're not, There's a mate. little bit of a bald spot Sometimes I tell people that. Sometimes people say... Oh, you're both bald. And I go, no, not true. No. I'm bald. And he could have yeah. his hair however he wanted. Yeah. I might grow it out again. Grow it I know long. I'm threatening to do this once or twice, but I never go, I never go through with it. Grow it as long as you can. It just looks like a for mess. Charity. I, I saw Daniel Craig was on BBC Breakfast this morning. Yeah. Doing a, a, a good luck message to three fellas who do, um, they do, they go on long walks to raise awareness for mental health and oh, teenage nice. suicide. Yeah. Because all three of their daughters took their own lives, and that they're always on BBC Breakfast. BBC Breakfast will cover anybody who does a charity walk anywhere. Well, and that's the BBC know what the people want, and that yeah. is great content. People love stories about people walking and, long distances. And there's, there's also a great subsection: former rugby players who have motor neuron disease. Oh fuck's sake. There's always a walk going on for one of them somewhere, and it's always on BBC Breakfast. Yeah. Best of luck to them. I'm not complaining. It's just an observation. And Daniel Craig did a video message to these three guys who were doing another one of their walks. And his hair looked pretty good, and I thought, I could pull that off. Yeah. I think I could pull that off. The current Daniel Craig cut. Oh, I'll have a look at it. So I'll, I might I might go for that. I'll have a look at it. I like looking at pictures of Daniel yeah, Craig. Up. I noticed look that you up. recently alerted people to the fact that BBC4 were rerunning Our Friends in the North. Yeah. And my, which is obviously an all-time great piece of television. And of all the great bits in it, one of my favourites is certainly when Daniel Craig becomes a tramp. Yes. Yes. And and he's but he's a really good tramp. He's not just like oh yeah. nowadays you get tramps portrayed because obviously we're all more enlightened about homelessness now. And it's we like we don't have tramps anymore. We have homeless people. Yeah, you got homeless people, and they're not all tramps. But he is a proper old school tramp. Yeah. And the thing is, he's a normal bloke, and then overnight he just becomes a tramp. And it's like it's like he's gone out and got a tramp starter kit. Because, like, one minute yeah. he's just normal, and then they're like, oh, yeah. I can't remember what his character's name is. Geordie. Geordie. They go, oh, Geordie's <laughs> yeah. a tramp now, right? And they find him, and he's, like, full tramp. He's got a massive old dirty beard with things in it, a weird yeah. woolen hat, like a can of beer in a bag, shoes made out of fucking leaves and carrier bags. He's, like, a brilliant tramp. And actually, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure... I did something at Comedy Central where he was James Bond, but we were like putting his lines, dubbing his James Bond dialogue over his tramp, Geordie Tramp, or vice versa. I can't remember, but it seemed funny at the time. Lovely stuff. Yeah, Our Friends in the North is brilliant. I've been watching it. So good. uh, I dug out my DVD because they only showed three episodes last week. Right. I've got the DVD. I've actually put a DVD on, which is a rarity. Yeah. Because you've actually got to go to the shelf and get it. I, I had to do it yesterday the because, the, you know, BT, not something, you know, like yesterday, 
people want to know why the podcast was late out yesterday and knock on effect today's is late as well is that bt knocked on the door at about 9 30 a.m right like this knock knock it was an american guy weirdly went hi just so you know you're not gonna have any goddamn broadband for the next four hours is that okay Mm. my wife was like are you fucking joking and no, you should have had a note through the door, right? Should have had a note through the door, you absolute cunts. So I've gone out there, and uh, there's no other word for it, Andy. I've remonstrated with them. Ooh. So I have. I've, I said to her, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like you to have to do this, but I'm going to have to go out there and do a remonstration. And yeah. I remonstrated with them, but it was completely futile because these were just employees, and they were being sent to do their duty, and they mm. had been told to basically, I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but it involved them switching off the fucking internet for fucking four hours, right? Yeah. yeah. At the moment when I discovered this, right, I had a I had recording review plus a number of other things that required internet connection. And then, on top of that, Len suddenly comes through the door, home from school early, he's gone on a school trip, he's fallen on his fucking face down by the riverbank and mashed up his whole fucking boat race. Oh, no. Yeah, all over. He's got a big swollen eye, scratches all down his face. So the teachers brought him home. They said, he's he's fucked. Have him back. Yeah, yeah, can't do anything with this. Look at this. Look at the state of this. He's absolutely fucked. He's had a shocker. It's all yours. We've got, we can't let this get in the way of our school trip <laughs> to the local air raid shelter. <laughs> they were all walking down the air raid shelter weren't they to have a look to have a pipe around the air raid shelter so just a quick diversion to yours and drop him off yeah so uh, push him in the house so they just pushed him in they said we can't deal with this so he was like oh well he was gutted but he said let's watch let's watch a film and I'm like mate let's watch our friends in the north there's no fucking Netflix and he's like oh what about Amazon no, mate, the internet's down. Oh. What about Apple? No, they're all fucked. They're all online, you can. Oh, fucking hell, we're going to have to get a DVD out at this rate. That's what we did. Yeah. Well, IOC can't rely on the streaming services. Well, you've, you have always said that. I always go hard copy. I learned it the hard way yesterday. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we should do this Roy the Rovers thing, yeah. shouldn't we? I guess. Um Episode's almost over. Um, so we've got Roy the Rovers, yeah, and it says uh, Melchester Rovers versus Carford. Roy races first game since returning in triumph to the Rovers. <sighs> Huge sigh of relief. The Walford era is over. Uh, following his exile, it says in inverted commas, <laughs> as player manager of Walford. Again, not sure whether this is a David Skew. Um, yeah, everyone looks different. I would say the quality of drawings are inferior. Unless Skew's decided to change his style for some reason. I'm some changing things up. Yeah. Changes as good remix. as the rest. <laughs> it's more of a tweak than a change. No one will notice. They're just kids. I mean, even my new drawings have changed as well. <laughs> I've found a new way of drawing fannies. New technique. I've made the tits smaller. You know all that page three stuff that's going on? Well, you've got to stay one step ahead, haven't you? They're all into big tits on them. I think the next thing's going to be like them little small French tits. Believe so me, them. these things go in cycles. I've been yeah. around long enough to know. You've got to be ahead of the curve. Jalapeño. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Right, so, yeah. So Rob Richards is running at the Carford defence. Um, That's a brilliant run by Rob Richards, says a, a fan. Uh... Roy's in the centre. Now, Rob, now! Roy is calling for the cross! Um, Carford defender's looking concerned. And there's the cross from Rob Richards, who I thought was Roy Race, but isn't. It just looks exactly like him. Yeah, Slightly that's younger. And here it comes! Looks good! <clears throat> then we've got the match commentator. Here we see. Look at his shining white teeth that he has. Um, the match commentator yelled with excitement, it says. Um, as Rob Richards puts that cross in uh, the commentator improbably says this could be the first goal for what promises to be one of the most devastating partnerships in football (laughs) that cross was coming that cross was coming very slowly indeed for him to say all of that Um, over the page but oh just over the bar Rob must have put a little too much weight on the ball. <laughs> That's my analysis at any rate. Uh, I've never played the game at any decent level, but I do find if there's too much weight on the ball, it will go too far. Weighting is essential. It's physics, isn't it? Um, so it's gone over the bar. Roy, um, Roy responds to the crowd. The fans say Rob must have put too much weight on the ball. Roy thinks, or was he trying to score by chipping, inverted commas, the keeper? Uh, I hope that lad hasn't got a selfish streak in him. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) There's only only room for one selfish cunt in this team. I'm getting a bad fucking feeling about this cunt. (laughs) 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 He's going to have to go. There's a few too many similarities here for my liking. Blonde hair, the double R name. He'll have He's his a fucking, selfish cunt. He'll have his eye on some of my fucking commercial deals next. <laughs> Gonna be selling fags in the car park to the youths. <laughs> he'll be a re- he'll be trying to fucking muscle in on my fucking mine and Blackie's dog fighting in the fucking car park at the feathers next. Bringing his own dogs along. That's how it starts. <laughs> Or whatever it is, the young ones are these days. I don't know, copying computer games onto cassettes and knocking them out. Whatever That's, it is. I, I need to fucking get into that myself if I can get me fucking <laughs> nut round it. Thing is, that new one, the Jet Set Willy, that comes with a colour card with different codes on. You've got to put, you've got to have the card to play fucking the fucking game. I can't, mate. Fucking I've got the hell. fucking the boy kid. 
he's got it. He, of course, he fucking doesn't know how to he do can't it. He put the code in. He, I had to do it for him. He tried to fucking eat it, the cunt. <laughs> he <laughs> thought it were fruit flavoured. So I took it off him. I thought, right, give this here. I thought, let's have a fucking look at this. See, see if I can fucking get get one of my cousins to knock up a fake on his lecture set. But uh, no, I couldn't make head nor fucking tail of it. Apparently, it's unforgeable. <laughs> Colour photocopying doesn't exist these days. Shame. Um. So Roy's continuing to watch and assess Rob Richards. And he's thinking, at least he works hard. Look at him chasing back to cover the carved winger. I'd never fucking do that. <laughs> fucking track, idiot. Tracking back. <laughs> fucking swat. That's it. That's it, you little dickhead. Burn up all that energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does, he does. He, he tackles the Carford player. Yes, what a tackle! And there, uh, Blackie's alongside him. With you, Rob! Um... But the Melchester fans' latest and youngest star ignored Blackie Gray's call and he just dances around the the, the, the winger who's took the ball off. Uh, he's turned his man. Brilliant footwork. Uh, another one says, You're away, Rob! <laughs> <laughs> Variation, of course, on the kickoff chant of, And they're away! <laughs> that <laughs> reminds you. Start doing that at the match. What was it? Who was it on We Are The Champions? What would he shout at the end? Oh, yeah. Who was the was host Ron, again, Barry? Ron, Ron Pickering. Ron, Ron Pickering. And yeah. he'd go, he'd go, away you go! That was it. And that was his, in the pool at the end. And then they all went fucking ape shit in the pool. <laughs> just again, for our younger listeners, just so you know, in the 1980s, that was the most thrilling moment of your television <laughs> week. It was a bit where a middle-aged fat man shouted, away you go a bunch of kids and they all just fucking leapt in a swimming pool which I believe had a lot of inflatables and whatnot in it and they'd just go mad and you'd watch it and you'd just be like yes they're having such a fucking great time I wish I was them I wish I was at a swimming pool I wish I was on We Are The Champions I mean I know we're we're, we're getting into a kind of a groove here in terms of content but I really think we need to deep dive an episode of We Are The Champions just one episode yeah just one and away you go oh there's one on there's one on YouTube you know like at the beginning right 1985 at the at at the beginning there would be a shot it introduced the competitors and and they'd each have their own shot bit like you have on Premier League now don't you you go it's Jordan Henderson, and it's going to be a picture yeah. of him, like, grabbing his fucking badge <clears throat> or whatever, you know. Yeah. And uh, and they used to do that. That idea, that the Premier League do it now, but it's not a new idea. It was originally used on We Are The Champions in the 80s. Yeah. And they would say, it's uh, Charlie from Stoke or whatever, right? And, right. And he would do something to the camera. And, but the kids were yeah. brilliant. They were much funnier than the current Premier League players. They'd all, each of the kids would have a little, like, signature move to try and watching them do it make now. them it's stand just, out, yeah. right? Um, I remember starting a new lesson at um, Sixth Form College and I sat next to this kid. I, I didn't know anyone in the class and they sat me next to this kid in English and I thought, who's this cunt? Probably won't like him, right? I just had to... I, I, I was a bit like that, right? I thought, oh, I probably won't like this cunt. And he, he tried to make small talk with me a couple of times and I was like... <laughs> yeah whatever mate not interested got mates already but then he had a breakthrough with me because he lent in right 
And he went, did you used to watch We Are The Champions? And I went, yeah, yeah, of course I yeah. did. Yeah. And he went, do you know that bit at the beginning where they all did their signature move to camera? And I go, yeah. He goes, it was the best bit, wasn't it? And I go, yeah, yeah, of course it was. Well, that or away you go. And he goes, but you know it. He goes, this was out of the blue. He said this. Is that straight away? I'm thinking, actually, I might have misjudged this play. He goes, yeah, he goes, but you know, like the most common move was they just did the double thumbs up to camera. And I go, yeah. yeah. And he goes, of course. well, one time, he goes, I saw one kid do the double thumbs up, then spin round 360 and do the double thumbs up again. <laughs> and he went, and I remember thinking, that is the coolest yeah. thing I've ever seen. This kid's <laughs> he all right. relished the double thumbs up. And I was yeah. like, straight away, I was like, you're right. That's the best thing I've ever heard. And secondly, I am now willing to be your friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. I love that. Yeah, I still do it. Because <laughs> I told my wife that ages ago about this conversation. Years ago, I told her it. And she found it very funny. So still now, sometimes to entertain her, if she tells me a good bit of news or she goes, oh, you know, fancy this for dinner or whatever, mm. I will still sometimes pull that move out. Double thumbs oh, wow. up, turn full round, double thumbs up again. Always Whoa. raises a smile, mate. I mean, I'm just saying we're doing some live shows in the next couple of months. Just saying, oh. you know, when we go on or when we go off. Make a note. Move's got to be achieved, yeah. And also, right. at the end of the show, we shout at the audience, away you go! And then, and I don't know what they do. They all invade the space. They just go mad, yeah. No, they're not invading the stage. That's not happening. Uh, so yeah, he's he's turned his man brilliant for you're away, Rob. Uh, but he's not. No, he isn't. <laughs> Thanks, Roy. He chose not to do the simple thing and paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> the cunt. <laughs> yeah, and I will be fighting the cunt. Um, and he's still on white ES wages as well, so that's going to be a big fucking hit for him. Yeah, he gets tackled and he goes oof, and Roy thinks, and now we could pay for it. Because um, Carford immediately hit the ball. A low skidding cross caused sudden panic in the Melchester box. Watch it, Melchester! Clear that ball! Uh, but they don't. It pings around a bit off a couple of Carford players and it's in the back of the net. Uh, yes! Shouts the Carford player as he taps it over the line. Oh no! They've scrambled it in! 1 0 to Carford! Um. One fan, displeased, shouts, Come on, Rovers, you should be celebrating Roy's return with a sack full of goals. Where's the old magic? One of them shall. <laughs> yeah. These fuckers. Oh, look at this. The next frame. It's Trevor Brinsden. Brinsden's back. Fucking hell. I Brinston's thought he'd got a lifetime back. ban. I thought so. I thought he'd gone and started a new life in a new town. Like he's, I, he should have received a lifetime ban but that time he in, invaded Roy's fucking golf course with all his yeah. mates and went mental on the fucking ninth hole you know what though Trevor Brinson I'm just looking at this picture of him and some of the other fans he's like David Skew I don't think ever went to football because <laughs> the like these all the fans and everyone in the audience look like they're from 10 years previous Right, this is 1983. No, th- that bloke looks like he's from 1973. Right, 
He's got long hair. He's got mutton chops. He's got a rosette. No fucking football fans in 1983 looked like this. None of them did. All the fans he portrays. Skew is like living in some sort of fucking. He's frozen in time in the 1970s. He's like he sat. He he never goes out. He sat down. I think we sat. I can't remember why, but I'm pretty sure he lived in Dorset. And uh, yeah, we researched this ages ago, and it stuck in my mind. So I just imagine this little country cottage in Dorset never going out, other than perhaps the local pub. He's like, oh god, just some fucking football fans. What do they look like? Or with their probably trendy punk rocker long hair and mutton chops, I suppose. <laughs> I can't find out where he lives. Look at his website. But the fella in front of him, look, he's got like a, a, a quiff mane type. He looks a bit like Shaking Stevens, but it's, it's silver. He looks like hair. Paul Weller's dad. <laughs> yeah. Remember Paul does. Weller's dad had a big silvery John quiff? Sir John Weller. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Weller, 1962. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So Brins Brins is saying, Mr. Superstar Race left it at Walford, if you ask me. In re- reference to the old magic. Oh, yeah, he hates. Uh, he, Trevor Brinson's relationship with Roy Race is really similar to Piers Morgan's relationship with Meghan Markle. Basically, he's obsessed. Yeah. He was shunned. And so now yeah. he just fucking spits nothing but bitter vitriol. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Piers Morgan is the Trevor Brinson of 21st century media. Mm. Um, the, the, the only but, difference is that there's no racism involved in this case. No, where there obviously isn't. there is with the Meghan Markle thing. Yeah. Of course. Um, Mr. Superstar Race left it at Walford, if you ask me. Oh, belt up, Brinston. What do you know? <laughs> this is another one. <laughs> Trevor Brinston, it says, Belchester's most notorious, inverted commas, fan and bitter enemy of Roy, who had once banned him from all home matches. Of course, <laughs> once Roy had gone, I assume the ban was lifted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blackie, it lifted the band. It's all right, Trev, you can come back now. <laughs> we need you. Princess <laughs> says, all I know is that Race deserted us because he had a little argument with the directors. What's he going to do the next time someone disagrees with him, such as one of the players? It's a bit um, telling. What's that, what's that about? Is he trying to tell us what's going to happen next there? Um, Roy had had little chance to speak to the players since his hurried return to the club. He had little chance to speak to the players. What, get them, get them in an hour early before the kick-off of this game or something? <laughs> um, and Roy's thinking, they've got to produce a team effort now, whatever their feelings towards me. Does he, is he assuming they all hate him? Does everyone hate Roy everywhere? Yeah. I'm hated everywhere I go. <clears throat> Sheer jealousy. <laughs> Come on, Roy, give it to Rob Richards, shout someone. Fucking hell. Uh Roy thinks he, I love how Roy hears it's this cunt in the back row that says this in the stand and Roy reacts to it with a thought bubble uh, he's had his chances let's bring Kenny Logan into the game <laughs> <laughs> he lofts the ball out to Kenny Logan on the left wing good ball Mervyn Wallace is up in support making a run for the near post Roy thinks drawing the defence just as I hoped he would <laughs> And you can see there's created space it. for Roy. Created space for Roy himself to just fucking score. Uh, over the page, page four. And here comes Kenny's cross, right on my head. <laughs> I'm unmarked and dot, dot, dot. Oh, no. Roy jumps for the cross. So does Rob Richards. Fuck. Mine, shouts Rob Richards. Oh, shouts Roy. <laughs> 
and they both bang into each other and uh, it falls loose as Carford thankfully boot the ball into the crowd it says what a mix up but it was one of those things <laughs> fucking hell these fuckers uh, hard luck Rob Shouts a fan. Ten out of ten for trying. Uh, look, at, I've never looked. I don't think I've ever seen Roy looking so angry as he does in this next picture. Fucking, he's gurning. His fucking he's chin's right out. Disgust. His brow is furrowed, and he looks ready to fucking deck Rob Richards. Oh man! And he thinks he was trying to score again, even though he must have seen that I was better placed. Um, the fans are completely pro Richards and anti Roy now. You'll score in a minute, lad! shouts one of them. Fucking hell. Roy thinks, hmm, looks as if young Richards has developed a pretty big fan club. <laughs> in their eyes, he can't do anything wrong. Which means I'm about to make myself the most unpopular man in Mel Park. But it's got to be done for the good of the team. Oh, I'm going to drop the con. Here we go. <laughs> And he then I'm going to start a whisper campaign in the media about his private life. <laughs> <laughs> An ugly whisper campaign. Uh, Roy gets Roy halts the match. He holds his hand out to the ref. Hold it, ref. I want to make a substitution. <laughs> That's uh-huh. brilliant. Something <laughs> <laughs> one bloke's just got in his way, so he immediately subs him up. <laughs> This is peak Roy. <laughs> it is. What? Already? Shouts a fan. I wonder who Roy is going to pull off. Well, I mean, we know, don't we? And Roy just throws his hands on his hips, looking stern, and he just says, Rob! Rob turns round, bemused, stunned. Fucking hell. You can't have two superstars in a team. Not like this. And that's it for this one. It says, next week, Roy and the Rovers aren't what they used to be. Say that again. So there we go. Mark's out of 10 for that. Nine. Yeah, I'll give it a nine as well. Action packed. I, I tell you, I'm marking it I'm, one down. It, it would have been a potential 10 because it's got such brilliant sort of Roy antics in it. But yeah. genuinely, the illustrations are of a low quality. And... When we first started this Odyssey many moons ago, we spoke a lot, uh, which we do less now, about how genuinely, no joking or anything, we absolutely just love the artwork itself. Yeah. It's beautiful. The drawings are great. And uh, just looking at them without the story, there was something thrilling about it. Like, that's what you like about David Skew. He's got a brick. And I don't know whether this is him or someone standing in for him or whether he changes style. But everything about the colour, the features of the players, I just don't, yeah. I don't know, it's taken something away <clears> from me. Well, I mean, I'll tell you this, they're going to go a lot worse as the years go by. Oh, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll probably end up hating this thing. By the time well, when you, when you see it, you know it's been brought back now by an outfit called Rebel Media. And, it, you know, it's yeah. good. They're doing good stuff with it. But I think it's just what kids like now. It's just sort of, there's a, there's a big sort of kind of, cheaper almost anime ver- like vibe to some of the drawings now they're not done with the richness and the authenticity that I feel they were back in those days yeah. I think now people I don't know you just see a lot of stuff that sort of looks like it's been banged out a bit more 
Yeah, well, sorry, but that's that's um, that's just life dealing with. That is yeah. life, isn't it, mate? <clears throat> life. I mean, we could, can we be, could what we, life can we'll, be disappointing. We'll, we'll get to the nineteen eighty six and the Basran terrorist incident. Oh my god! Um, eventually, but then we can go right the way back to the beginning. We can go into the, the early years. Oh from yeah, the fifties, six. Like I say, no, not that far back. Oh, we'll, we'll do it when, it, when mate, the Royal Rovers comic started. We will do a one-off on the fifties one one time because, like I've With told all the punching. you, mate, there is a storyline where they're going to do an exhibition match right in South America. But yeah. on the way there, they have to fly over like a, like some sort of some islands in the fucking I don't know, right? The Pacific Ocean or something, right? And they get shot. There's a dictator who's just taken control. He staged a coup d'état, and he hears the famous Melchester Rovers will be flying over their island. So he shoots right. the fucking plane down, right? Then. <laughs> They all survived the crash and he forces, he imprisons the whole of Melchester Rovers and then forces them to play in an exhibition match against oh, his yeah. own local team <clears throat> just to yeah. raise his own profile and popularity amongst the people. Right. And he tells them that they have to throw the match, right? But of course, right. Roy will not allow that to happen, right? Because he doesn't care. He, he has to go, he has to play to win. So they win. That causes a pitch invasion, the military get involved. There's a massive fight, and Roy and Blackie manage to beat everyone up and then escape. Tell me you don't well, want to dive that storyline. I'll, I'll look at that. I'm I'm just loath to look at the black and white ones. I want really? colour. Okay. Yeah, I want colour. Do your own podcast. <laughs> um, right, so we'll leave it there, and we'll be back next week. Find out what happens after Rob Richards gets substituted. Thanks for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.